someone's cursing my lord late night lunch someone's puffling my lord late night lunch someone's growing my lord late night lunch oh lord late night lunch this is a post watershed production Welcome to the show that brains you with the butt of a rifle, drives fang bolts through the palms of your hands, holds a blowtorch to the soles of your feet and peels your fingernails off with a sardine key. I am the steady incessant drip on your prone forehead, Aaron Bliss. And boiling your insides with a white-hot rectal poker is my large. Oh, and I will be. What's going on? What is going on? <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> and Good uh, evening. Good eve. It's Friday. And I just got paid. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, it's also I'd like to give a big shout out. It's uh, Devil's Night, the night of initially recording this. So get out there, kiddies, all you firebugs. Torch the city. Oh, I'll saying. be torching the city. <laughs> so tonight, Mike. Tonight, Matthew. It's going to be a classic. I'm going to. Oh. I think a classic will ensue. What Tell do you them. think? Tell them. Tell them what it is. I can't tell them. <laughs> this this can't. suspense. Tell them. If you couldn't tell from the the flagrantly obvious introduction, come on, people. Tonight's late night large theme, which I think you might agree is what? What is it? Tell us what it is. <laughs> I don't know what words I was looking for. That it's taken too long in coming. That's uh, what she much said. like someone else. <laughs> Tonight's theme on late night large is to- torture. Torture. That was torture. Trying yeah, to get that it out was, of me. Wasn't it? Jesus. Capital God. punishment. All kinds of other things. Vigilante torture. Terrorist torture. All kinds of goodness. Sex. That's it. Mm, yes. Sex. Torture porn. Who, who knows what else will come up? Sex. So, what do you understand to be? What would you uh, define it as? Somebody who's uh, holding a burger in front of me. <laughs> And won't let me eat it. Yeah. Torture. What if it's being um... or or a real fine piece of ass, just lying there. Yeah. Begging to be taken, <laughs> and knowing that I can't do it. Why not? I lost my penis. Thinking <laughs> something like that. Uh, or perhaps you were manacled to a tank. Yeah. That was what was preventing you. Yeah. Your, your was a uh, your excuse for your inertia. Yeah. So that's torture. Uh, regardless, what if I said to you, anything else we discuss? What if tonight. I said torture to you was being trapped in a lift with an enormously obese and flatulent man while one direction plays? That would be torture. <laughs> that was harsh. God, I can't believe you named the flatulent, overweight man. Especially, uh, you should be ashamed. No, big fan, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> does that sound like torture to you? <laughs> yes, that does sound like torture. <laughs> so let's kick this. Uh, let's get this party started and kick the shit off. Twist your melons and fire it up! Fire it up! We are talking about torture, and if you say that to someone initially, 
I'd imagine one of the first things within their definition will be something that man does to his brother or sister. Something that man inflicts on another man, or men, or women, or women inflict on man, etc., etc. Yeah. Anyone who says it is exclusively in the human domain, I will say, have you never seen a house cat playing with a dying bird? <laughs> have you ever heard of a fucking spider wasp? Have you heard of a spider wasp? Those, those bastards actually capture spiders, paralyse them, lay their eggs inside them, yeah, yeah, yeah. and allow their young to feed on the dying spider who may take many, many days and potentially weeks to die. Now that is something that mankind would be proud of being able to say they did. And I'll uh, beat my own argument by saying that that's something that mankind did something very similar to, which we'll come to when we talk about scaphism. Yes. Now, torture is the act of, I hope we can agree with this, is the act of deliberately inflicting severe physical pain and possible permanent injury to a person or, of course, an animal who is physically restrained or otherwise under the torturer's control or custody, pretty much unable to defend what is being done to them. If someone can fight back, then clearly it's not torture. Although some might argue mental torture, but in, again, in another way, it is, if it's torture, the very definition of torture is that the person feels incapable of fighting back, whether that's mental or physical. Mm. Torture has been carried out or sanctioned by individuals, groups, and, of course, states throughout history, from ancient times to modern day, and forms of torture can vary... <laughs> oh, I love the little minute. ...can vary greatly in duration from only a few minutes to several days or even longer. Yes. Reasons for torture... Oh, I love it. I, I, reasons uh, is is a pretty stupid uh, justify torture. Yeah, I, I rather than reasons, I'm going to suggest motives. Motive motives for torture. for torture can include punishment, revenge, <laughs> political <laughs> re-education, no. deterrence, interrogation, or coercion of the victim or a third party, or simply, of course, the most simple thing of all, the sadistic gratification of those yeah, either carrying out boy. or observing the torture. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Hmm. Now, torture may, of course... Fucking sexual gratification Shut up. That's what I'm saying. It's definitely torture. No, no, no. The torture, just... torture may not always intend to kill or even injure the victim... But sometimes it is deliberately fatal and can precede an inevitable murder or serve as a very cruel form of capital punishment. In other cases, the torturer may be indifferent to the condition of the victim. Some forms of torture are designed to inflict psychological pain or leave as little physical injury or evidence as possible while achieving much psychological devastation. Yeah. Depending on the aim, even a form of torture that is intentionally fatal may be prolonged to allow the victim to suffer as long as possible. Hmm. I can't really disagree with that, can we? Other than the uh, use of the word reasons rather than motives. Yeah, that's uh, pretty spot on. Now, this is obviously where we shame our species because 
torture has only officially been prohibited widely in the latter half of the 20th and 21st century. It is prohibited under international law and the domestic laws of most what we would call civilised countries. I mean, it sounds ridiculous to define like this. It is considered to be a violation of human rights. No, duh. And is declared to be unacceptable officially by Article 5 of the UN Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Signatories of the Third Geneva Convention and the Fourth Geneva Convention officially agree not to torture prisoners in armed conflicts. Certain countries obviously think they're above this. Looking at you, US of A. Torture is also prohibited by the United Nations Convention Against Torture, which has been ratified by 147 countries. We should just note at this point that uh, I, I wasn't—I'm not actually joking about the USA routinely ignoring the idea that torture is completely against any civilized country's uh, modus operandi or agenda for eliciting information. And at the same time, I mean, you've just got to look at Guantanamo Bay to understand that the US treats uh, the subject of human rights with general contempt, uh, waterboarding and such. Motorboating. <laughs> I had a feeling that was coming. That's what she said. Ugh. National and international legal prohibitions on torture derive from a consensus that torture and similar ill treatment are immoral as well as impractical. Well, that's a, that's a good phrase because they well they are impractical. It depends what you want to obviously <laughs> elicit out of someone. If if for instance you you need to get uh, I'll describe them as impractical. Okay, if you need to if you need to coax a secret like a code or something out of someone that you know that they're aware of torture, you know it's perhaps a means to an end for you. However, if you're trying to elicit, say, a confession for a crime out of someone, it's completely impractical because it's obviously in no way a foolproof method. People say anything to stop themselves being tortured. Exactly, like a confession. A false confession, yeah. A confession. What do you mean? If you're trying to get a confession and you get a confession, I don't understand how you, why you're saying that's impractical. Oh my god. Do I seriously have to spell it out to you? Yeah, spell it. Why do you think most civilised courts will not recognise evidence obtained under torture? Like yeah, I just uh, said, yeah, 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 people yeah. will do anything to avoid the, um, yeah, being, but if, having pain inflicted on them. I.e. Yeah, I'm not saying what, what if they it may, I'm not saying it validates the confession or even makes it valid. Yeah. What I'm saying is means to an end. Like if if no one if you no, but it's, if it's you get a practical. confession that nobody knows is obtained through torture, there wouldn't be anyone who wouldn't understand how it had been obtained. But look, what I'm saying is, it's impractical because if you're gonna if you're going to torture someone to gain a confession in inverted commas, and then lie about how it was obtained, why not just forge their signature? That's the same level of lying. Yes, but it, if, if, if it's something, if it's if it's a black and white issue, like you know that someone has a secret code that you need divulged, yes, then torture would be practical if completely I'd, immoral. I'd say generally, I, I don't think you could describe it as impractical. If it was impractical, people would do it. Of course they would. Remember that 
Oh, I, I don't okay. think unless it's practicality. It, unless, it's, unless it's for another reason, like sadistic yeah, well, gratification. Well, the, the, all I'm going to say is the majority of people who inflict or I- either inflict or allow or encourage torture are stupid people. They're generally very ignorant, stupid people. And torture for them is a huge thrill for the power it gives them over someone else and what they see is I need to get this therefore I will be a big hard ass and, and torture this person and they'll give it to me and then I'll have done my job but you know as far as they're concerned it's the act of torture that's really the thing they get off on in my humble opinion mm, well you should know not under torture but, yeah we are we've defined torture we know what torture is it, and it's most obvious uh, and it's most uh, crude it's just an infliction of unbearable what you'd say is unbearable pain on another human being or animal for some dubious purpose whether it's eliciting some kind of confession a secret but sometimes to get off on it yeah to get off on it but sometimes sometimes there isn't an end to the means the means is the end for instance if you shag a gangster's missus then the torture would have a very different purpose the torture itself would be the end it would be a way of vengeance obviously as they've already alluded to now here comes the fun part because of course it's fun because we've never had to suffer it and this is uh, you say this it's happened to our forebears go on I've suffered torture ah uh, go on having to spend periods of time in your company <laughs> is torturous uh, no, I'm, I just, I'm just yanking your old penis there now that's torture yeah well you never complain oh Anyway, go complain, but nobody listens. <laughs> so, space nobody can use. Th- th- this is going. This is going to be fun, people. Now, here's where the inner child reading horrible histories comes into play. For most of recorded history, capital punishments were often deliberately painful. No shit, Sherlock. That's the very definition of torture. Severe historical penalties included. Here come the big hitters. The breaking wheel, boiling to death, flaying, disembowelment, crucifixion, impalement, crushing, stoning, execution by burning, dismemberment, soaring, that's S-A-W-I-N-G, scaphism, or necklacing. Another story that I'm going (laughs) to... Torture for some. Another story that I'm going to come back to is the magnificent Bulla Falaris... And the five pains are an example given from ancient China. Deliberately painful methods of execution for severe crimes were taken for granted as part of justice until the development of humanism in the 17th century philosophy movements and cruel and unusual punishment came to be denounced in the English Bill of Rights in 1689. Torture was of course prevalent and well thought of in the Middle Ages particularly medieval dark ages the ages where the majority of the human population were very very ignorant and stupid and bitter and angry 
the adoption of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights in 1948, only after two world wars, did we get an official call to arms that said, listen, let's, let's not deliberately hurt each other very, very badly. Marked the recognition, at least nominally, of a general ban of torture by all UN member states. Its effect in practice is limited as the United States has proven. However, as the Declaration is not ratified officially and does not have legally binding character in international law, but is rather considered part of customary international law. I mean, what a joke. But of course, what that means is laws are applied by countries. They can't be applied unilaterally. Even though pretty much every country in the world considers for instance murder to be a crime you can't have uh, a completely binding world court that would consider torture or could prosecute someone from any country for torture or prosecute a country for torture because laws are generally applied by country I know obviously there are international criminal courts and The Hague, but that's a different story. So, right. why don't we, why don't we uh, do what we came here to do, Mike, and start talking about these devious methods. Torture each other? Let's start talking about these devious methods of torture. First of all, do you remember any of the big hitters of torture? Get, 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 throw, out, throw me out some... Uh, Throw me out some celebs, some icons from the world of torture. People who were renowned for deploying torture as a particular method in their madness. Well, one that springs to mind, possibly the most prolific through history. Go on. Mike Larch. Ah, <laughs> shut up. Basically, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've heard about this guy. You get in his grill and... Um, <laughs> Shit goes down, and yeah. you'll wish you hadn't. But never in the toilet. No. <laughs> no, never in the toilet. Oh, dear. All I can no, say no. is, uh, if you come around large as gaff, post no bills. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's lots of civilization through history of torture. Well, nearly every. In no, I'm thinking of the big hitters. G- g- give me some... Uh, fuck. What, like the Romans? The obvious, yeah, for instance. <laughs> Let, let's think of, think of some obvious Romans. I don't know, Nero. What about uh, Caligula? That's a great example. He loved a good torture, didn't he? He yeah. loved watching it anyway and getting his rocks off. Okay, what about another one? Here, here's another one. Genghis Khan. Oh, Fucking that, loved it, didn't he? Oh, boy, he was mental for it. <laughs> he loved a bit of cannibalism as well. Yeah. Oh, fair play to him. <laughs> fair play. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Can't go wrong with our man Genghis. Vlad the Impaler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All giving it loads. Wasn't there some? Uh, go on, grow on. Some some guy at, at some point in history grow on. on some sort of big like wooden thing and like, like nailed to it and left there. All oh, right. It, was it? Is that like kind of a cross shaped? Was it? Thing, yeah. Oh yeah. What was 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 it? Uh, Apparently that happened or. Oh yeah, this, uh, I hear something. I don't know if you've heard about that. Or yeah, he was some kind of king of of something or other, and uh, he uh, his, his dad was a bit of a big cheese, was he? Something like that. that I, it rings bells. Well, maybe it was because he was a carpenter. 
you know, the irony of the thing. Maybe his carpentry was so bad that they yeah. you know, so nailed him to a piece of wood. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Send a piece of dodgy <laughs> shit. Enough of that. Can we think of any more that, that loved a bit of torture, personally? Maybe maybe Stalin. Uh, I bet he loved a bit of torture, didn't he? Uh, po- Pol Pot. I, know, I bet he wasn't adverse to a bit. Uh, hang on. Well, Hitler. Anybody else? I, I'm, I'm thinking of... Fritzl. Yeah, no, it's yeah. true. Yeah, he loved a bit of torture, didn't he? Yeah, just going, moving it. Moving it elsewhere, thinking outside the box. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, before we then start listing serial killers or what have you, I was thinking more not just of mass murderers or serial killers or dictators, but people who seem to take a lot of pleasure, Me? particular pleasure. Shut up. In their uh, in the act of inflicting horrible pain on other people. Because it it's one of those taboo subjects, isn't it, Mike? It is. Great suffering. We don't like to talk about it, and we're obviously going to talk about it quite flip. <laughs> we're going to talk about it quite flippantly tonight because, of course, though we have respect for the the dead, their pain's over. Fortunately, ours goes on, and we glory in uh, the pretty despicable and reprehensible methods that we use to dispatch them. <laughs> oh my God! It just just reading this, you have to laugh because otherwise, you just you just break down and, and kill yourself at the, the the contempt that human beings should be held under of what they do to each other and you can you imagine if mankind had deployed all of the massive efforts and creativity in methods of torture and killing of each other if they devised that and moved it towards health and equality and other methods of perhaps ensuring a prosperous and happy survival and progress of the human species. Anyway, I thought we'd uh, debate some of the more debased (laughs) uh, torture methods, Mike, here. Absolutely. Jesus Christ. I mean... We could we could always try and uh, put these in uh, date order, but I find it's more fun to just pick them out at random. We've got oh my god! I mean, this particular nugget is from uh, is it talking about the Goths? Early modern period. Uh, we're talking about European states abolished torture torture from their statutory law in the early late eighteenth and early nineteenth centuries, etc. etc. Uh, tortures before that include the Chevalier in which an accused witch sat on a pointed metal horse with weights strung from her feet. Decent. Of course, torture, again, you know, witch... I mean, the witch hunts... The witch hunts were the kind of more farcical end of it. You know, witch ducking, you know, drowning them on stools, burning them at the stake, fuck's sake, I mean... Sexual humiliation torture included four sitting on red-hot stools... Grésillon, also called Pennywinkies in Scotland, crushed the tips of fingers and toes in a vice-like device. Ah, the Spanish boot. Or leg screw. <laughs> you know, was, this was used mostly in Germany and Scotland. It was a steel boot that was placed over the leg. Uh, basically, then you tighten it up, and uh, <laughs> shit goes down. The pressure from the squeezing just shatters the shin bone. 
like into a million pieces. So uh, an anonymous Scotsman, oh, because this is a reliable source. <laughs> so some Scottish bloke uh, said that it was the most severe and cruel pain in the world. Thank you, wow. Scottish bloke, for your input. Yeah, we will be right back after another break to allow you to. Uh, yes, <laughs> like we did there. To have a glass of water and uh, take a, some brief, uh, brief relief from uh, the agony that we're inflicted upon you. Don't be a puffin. Listen to Late Night Large. We're back. Earlier, of course, through song, we asked, where's my jumper? And the answer followed in song, inside. <laughs> By Stilts again. Deep, deep inside. Ugh. Now, if you thought that was disgusting, we're going to get even more. We're going to get right up to the elbow in your guts. As we're discussing torture methods the madness the melancholy the Machiavellian plans of the raging hard on that uh, can sometimes follow yes oh my god this is horrendous <clears throat> the eshel more commonly known as the ladder or rack was a long table that the kids would lie upon and be stretched violently you won't be surprised to hear that that's a classic in any torture museum I should just say by the way Cool. Uh, I've been to the Torture Museum in Amsterdam. It's quite cool. Yeah. The torture was used so intensely that on many occasions the victim's limbs would be wrenched out of the socket and at times be torn from the body entirely. On some special occasions, I love how they say special, special occasions, occasions, as if it's a birthday. <laughs> a tortillon was used in conjunction with the ladder which would severely squeeze and mutilate the genitals at the uh, same time uh, uh, oh. similar to the ladder was the lift it too stretched the limbs of the accused this time however the victim's feet were strapped to the ground and their arms were tied behind their back before a rope was tied to their hands and lifted upwards this caused the arms to snap before the horrific portion of the stretching began. People are fucking sick. They really are. We haven't even glossed the surface of these ridiculous... Oh. Okay. We're going to delve back into the ancient history. Going back to those iconic versions that we mentioned earlier. Mike, what do you know about the breaking wheel... Sorry, I'm still holding my balls. Ah, come on, what do you know about the breaking wheel? What do I know about the breaking wheel? I remember reading wheel? about this in secondary school. Uh, refresh me. <laughs> oh, I'll refresh you. Open wide. Basically, oh, victims... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> basically, victims were tied, much like you would be to a crucifix. They were tied, strapped, to a stone wheel. The wheel which I imagine would be uh, platformed on some kind of a spinny or, I don't know, piece of wood that it would then rotate around in some way. They'd be strapped to the wheel and you would um, you would rotate the wheel round. As you were rotating round, you would bludgeon their limbs with blunt objects, perhaps stones or clubs or pieces of wood and smash their limbs to pieces as they were being spun. Decent, sounds good. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, fantastic. Sounds like a bit of a laugh, eh? Boiling to death, that sounds something like might happen in a witch's cauldron. Yeah. Grot, grot bags, you have a lot to answer for. 
bitch. Look forward to seeing you at the Hague. Flaying, Mike, we know what that is, right? We know what it is. Bastinella. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Seriously, uh, can you explain to the uninitiated what flaying is? Uh, no, what is flaying? Really? Oh, okay. Well, it's one of those great things that the uh, Bible's given us as well, because I believe one of the apostles had it done to them. It's uh, it's peeling someone's skin off. Uh, disembowelment. Like most things, they had it better in the early days. They did it nice and clean. They sliced the belly open and let the guts fall out. Now, you know, you've got you've got all the complex little movements that, you know, it's, it's the, the art's gone out of it, in my opinion. Crucifixion. As we said, we, we think some kind of carpenter might have been subject to that before. Nailing someone to a cross and then lifting the cross above the ground yeah. so they sort of hang there. I don't know who this boat was, but... Impalement. As we discussed before with uh, Vlad the Impaler... He was one of the the first. He was one of the early mafia bosses, really, because as we know, crime syndicates they they rule by fear, and the way that they rule is if somebody crosses you, you don't just off them, you don't just kill them to show your contempt. What you need to do is send out a message to anyone else who might consider doing the same thing, that not only will you be killed you will suffer like hell and you will be humiliated Vlad the Impaler knew this and the way that he terrified his enemies because of course he was one man and one man can be overpowered fairly easily unless people are terrified of the consequences of potentially going up against him Vlad the Impaler he'd, uh, you know, he'd, he'd knock people around until they were pretty docile he would then he would then insert a large wooden stick, pole, probably sharp at one end, usually up the anus, and keep feeding it until it eventually came out of the mouth. Now, although this would do a great amount of damage to people, it would not kill them, usually. He would then, using, I'd imagine, a few men, lift the pole off the ground and plant it there, so that people would eventually slide down the pole over time and potentially take hours or even days to die from the experience. In the meantime, their suffering, their wailing, their contorted agony would serve as a warning to other people who felt like they might be crossing Big Vlad. Pretty good way of doing it, really. Yeah. (coughs) I heard it's your preferred way. One of. Well... Well, your butt plugs anyway <laughs> the uh, crushing stoning that has a very different meaning these days <laughs> no go on Matt Ma- give execution execution by burning Again, the I've got to say the witches at the stake are f- absolutely horrible but why don't we throw in right now in fact no we won't because it's just coming dismemberment uh, we know what that is is cutting off your appendages arms and legs just t- turn you into a, turn you into a, you know, horrible. Uh, soaring, I, I mean, I believe another one of the apostles was actually sawn in half. That was, uh, that was another method of dispatching them. Now we get into the good part. Scafism. Do you know anything about this, Mike? Have you heard of scafism before? Um, I don't think so. It sounds like an interesting word, term, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Now, scaphism uh, is also known as boating, I believe. <laughs> Something similar. Boating? Yeah. Now, I've got you intrigued now, haven't I? Yeah. Now, basically, the reason it's known like that, just just quickly imagine, if you will, I'll paint a picture in your mind. Just oh, imagine. Sure, it would be a lovely picture. Just imagine two very small boats. Say, one-man canoes. Oh, yeah? Pleasant picture. Okay, just imagine them. Now, upturn them. Okay. And stitch them together. So that they're, they're completely bound together. But there's a person between them. So you've got a person inside there. You cut a hole, obviously, for their arms to come out. There's a little hole for their head to come out with their neck. And maybe there's some holes cut for their feet, right? But encircling the rest of them are these boats. Now, because they're obviously bound with these boats around them, they they can't get their arms around themselves, you know, their movement's restricted. Get this. (laughs) They would be force-fed... They'd be force-fed, like, rich foods, honey and something else, to the point of being sick and potentially shitting themselves. They would continue to be fed until they were in a, you know, a pretty dire state, maybe passing out. Once this point had generally been reached, the rest of the honey and sweet stuff would generally be smothered around their faces and arms and legs. You can guess where this is going. They would then float them out on a lake or some such body of water. Now, as you can guess, their uh, their bowel movements would make it smell and and smell pretty horrendous and give them lots of sores and horrible things inside the boat section. And of course, smearing the sweet stuff on them attracted parasites, especially flies and potentially stinging insects like wasps. Thereafter, the torture took care of itself, because if lying in your own crapulence isn't enough, you then have parasites potentially breeding around you, and potentially stinging and eating you. That, my friends, is the glory of scaphism. I think I read about something similar... I think I read about something similar, where somebody was, like, strapped to a tree or something, and had their their insides carved out and basically sweet stuff was was like smeared inside them in order to attract ants to eat them from the inside out I swear I read about that somewhere you'll notice that mankind stops there's there's no shame mankind has no limits to how he can how creative he can be in inflicting agonising pain on, on his fellow man now the five pains oh in fact sorry necklacing I was going to come to necklacing Mike I, I'm not sure if you've heard of it it unfortunately was prevalent I believe in apartheid South Africa and I think that's where it came to the public consciousness it's it's, it's just horrendous you basically put a tyre around someone's head and neck and you pull it over so one of the person's arms kind of fits through it thereby they can't possibly remove the tyre. The tyre is soaked and filled with petrol, and you then immolate them. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's necklacing. That's absolutely horrendous, and I believe, like I say, that was active in apartheid South Africa. We'll be right back 
with amongst other things the things you have to look forward to the five pains from ancient China and the bull of Phalaris Mike have you read 1984 have I read 1984 yeah I haven't you're obviously aware of it the Orwell novel about Big Brother and yeah, the, uh, the dystopian future where the government watches your every move and controls the media and all kinds of things no, anyway the, there's there's a theme right towards the end of the book known as Room 101 and it's yeah it's the room they take people to be re-educated into and Room 101 I always like the concept Room 101 is basically filled with the one thing that you couldn't possibly tolerate and would surrender your love and your beliefs for so for some people it's basically someone's greatest fear some people it's being covered in spiders for some people it's being left alone in the dark for other people it's I don't know what being forced to have sex with beautiful women yes Mike I'd hate that very good no seriously can you tell us what your <coughs> what would your room 101 consist of do you think just just give us a quick uh, being forced idea. to have sex with oh, people oh shut <laughs> up uh, just in case someone never plans on doing anything like that to me that's uh, that's <laughs> right oh uh, yeah I see I see what you're doing yeah yeah, yeah. no I don't know oh god I don't know no uh, okay fine Oh, what would yours be? What? The very worst thing. No, I, I, unfortunately, I think it probably, I think it would be spiders. I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly tolerate being covered in, in them. I, I, I can't imagine being able to tolerate that. Mm. I could tolerate pretty much anything else being covered in. Obviously, unless it killed you or caused you incredible pain. But they would, you know, they're talking about psychological torture. While we're on the subject oh, of psychological torture, why don't we throw out a few psychological torture methods? Like, for instance, waterboarding is a great example. Or oh. water torture generally. You know, the being completely immobilised and having a single drip of water dropping on your forehead. People think, nothing to it. After an hour or two, you're fucking suffering. Waterboarding, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Bush regime loved it. Do you know what it is? Similar to, similar to jizz boarding. Oh, it's not, and it's not similar to Ouija boarding. <laughs> Basically, someone has someone has a cloth, some kind of a cloth, put over their head. Obviously, they're immobilised. They have some kind of a cloth put over their head, and basically, they then pour lots and lots water. of water over them, and yeah. it basically simulates drowning because without similar. actually drowning you. Yeah, so it's similar to jizz boarding. <sighs> Shut up. Okay, are we ready to hear about the Bull of Phalaris, Mike? No. I don't know whether this is a myth or whether it's true. This is intriguing me. Yeah? It's about, basically, there was uh, ancient Greece. It's the story oh, of... be good, then. It's the story of the, the Greeks. Oh, the Greeks and the Carthaginians and... I mean, the Crusades, that's another example of uh, some horrendous atrocities. Anyway, the, the Brazen Bull is the story of the Brazen Bull uh, proposed to Phalaris, who I think was a king in ancient Greece in mid-6th century BC. Basically, he was a, he was a sadistic bastard, and he, he sent for his greatest engineer or something, and he said, listen, I want a new method of torturing criminals. I, I want... I want it to be so 
fresh and original and, and I want it to impress me with, with how cruel it is so the uh, the engineer went away and he, he worked as hard as he could and he came up with this devious idea he built a brazen bull which was basically a statue made of I think cast iron or something oh, similar I do know actually. and it had it basically yeah. had an opening in the bottom that could be sealed shut and what you would do is you would force the criminal up inside and seal it shut and you would then light a pyre underneath yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, I have I'm So it was this. basically like an oven. And the reason it was so creative is because the wailing of the person boiling alive inside was supposed to sound like a bull wailing and smoke was supposed to come out of his nostrils and it was supposed to be a big show. Anyway, he got his uh, comeuppance anyway because the, the king was so impressed with it he sent his engineer to try it out although he came to a happy ending because he only cooked him until he was almost dead and then he pulled him out and I think threw him over off a cliff or something <laughs> so there we go big happy ending <laughs> now the five pains of China Mike let's let's quickly five mention these so we can of China five punishments uh, oh hang on five punishments in imperial China Ah, they're not actually that bad. Oh my god! I was just reading the the five punishment for female offenders. One of them is oh. permission to commit suicide. <laughs> you Jesus. may commit suicide. You must grind grain. Wow. Uh, oh, okay. Five punishments in ancient China. Let's go with these because these are a little bit more grisly. Okay, uh, offender would be tattooed on the face or forehead with indelible ink. Not mm. not great. Offender's nose was cut off. Better. Amputation of the left or right foot. Or both. Some claim that this punishment involved removal of the kneecap. Jesus, they've been... Uh, that's where the IRA got it then. Male offender's reproductive organs were removed. The penis was removed and testicles were cut off. And the offender was sentenced to work as a eunuch in the Imperial Palace. That's where they came from. Oh. and the death sentence execution quartering boiling alive tearing off an offender's head and four limbs by attaching them to chariots yeah um wow where do you stand on hang drawing and quartering I'm all for it oh, so, oh, sorry I was just reading about the uh, um, imperial china five punishments yeah that's, um, that's pretty stupid yeah do you, know about it? Do you remember hang... <laughs> Shut. Do you... Bring... No. What do you remember about Bring... hang drawing quartering? What do you mean? What do I remember about it? How, what is it? Come on, give us a. Publicly hanging people and drawing them and then quartering <laughs> them. Yes, but they hung them until they were nearly dead. They weren't actually dead, did they? So they pulled them down while they were still but like like half hanging, basically. Yeah, half hanging. Then uh, drawing them, which is probably worse than being hung. Drawing them was basically uh, cutting them from groin to sternum yeah so their insides were exposed and then quartering them was cutting them into four pieces although quartering could sometimes apply to tying their arms and legs to four horses yeah, and then driving say, them yeah, apart but... which uh, I mean that's wow that's just absolutely outrageous but no <laughs> I'm pretty bad yeah. oh shut up Okay. I know a few people that. Where do you stand? Where do you stand? Shut. Where do you stand on bamboo torture? Bamboo you heard torture. Heard about that? 
It's not so much torture as just execution, but it's obviously it's quite torturous. Bamboo torture. You basically tie. I think you um, you tie someone down and you force feed them bamboo seeds. And I don't know if you know about bamboo seeds. They they grow in record time, like a few hours. And basically, you, you strap the victim down, and then you wait until the bamboo actually grows. And it's so strong when it's growing, it will actually burst through the body. So that's how you uh, finish them off. Really? Yeah. No, seriously. How does it grow? It grows, it grows. What does bamboo need to grow then? Not much, clearly. <laughs> I think just moisture, probably. What, in the stomach, the acid, would that not destroy the seed? Interesting. Well, no, it's an interesting point, but obviously it doesn't, because it's... Uh, probably, I'd imagine it wouldn't be still used today, but... No, it's... Um, mm, I might eat some bamboo seeds. No, I used to... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mike. See what's going on. <laughs> the only thing you're not going to be eating is... Uh, KFC mini filler. We're uh, we haven't even touched on you know the gr- the Greek on. myths. Oh. Do you remember the uh, the way that they said they used to torture people who offended the gods? I mean, for instance, do you remember the story of Tantalus? Tantalus. I mean, it's where probably we got the word tantalize. No. Do you not remember it? He. Uh, oh, I can't remember what Tantalus actually did. There was his face that was. Like, had to then, like, hold up the world or whatever. Oh, Atlas. Atlas. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Sisyphus. You ever say to anyone, I've got a Sisyphean task? It's where he had to roll a boulder up to the top of a hill, but the top of the the top of the mountain, but the top of the mountain wasn't big enough to hold a boulder, so it would always roll back down. So he had to do it eternally with no, like... Ixion. Ixion was a, as a murderer, and he was set rolling around the sky, strapped to a wheel of fire. Then there was, yeah, then there was uh, Tantalus, who always really intrigued me. His punishment was he was uh, he was stood up to his neck in a pool of water with a tree of juicy grapes overhanging, and the plump grapes were hanging literally just above his head. Every time he reached for the grapes, they'd move a little bit out of the reach of his fingertips and every time he bent down to drink the water level would sink so he'd be tormented by hunger and thirst for the rest of his days do you remember what happened to Prometheus? chained to a rock Oh, had an eagle was it an eagle? no I think it was an eagle I think an eagle an eagle flew down and, and plucked out his liver every day and he'd be in agony for the rest of the day and then the night time it would heal back up and the same thing would happen the next day that was punishment for sh- giving man the gift of fire yeah right, bad we're, man we're nearly at the end I mean oh, Mike so many movements that have inspired torture you know the inquisitions the uh, the crusades the Roman Empire uh, anything else you can think of that's I mean the, the Third Reich well Stalin's Russia I mean there have been so many inspirational institutions that have uh, and let's not forget the mafia especially in Mexico Mexico there's some bad shit goes down there the mafia got some shit going down from some really horrific horrific crimes I've always thought that I mean the kind of the kind of rape squads that go around in African dictatorships that that's just sounds pretty horrendous. 
just going through and slaughtering all the men in the village, raping the women and children, and burning their houses. Sounds fun. Shut up. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Execution by slow slicing. Death by a thousand cuts. We didn't mention that, did we? Oh my god, that slow slicing picture. Have you seen that? Have you seen what's happening to him? Jesus Christ. People, if you go onto the Wikipedia torture page, take a look at the the, the execution by slow slicing in Beijing. Apparently, in 1904... A guy's having the meat, the fattier parts of his meat sliced off. He's got his pecs cut off. He's got his thighs sliced off. His bicep. Oh my god, that's that's terrible. People, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. You human beings, you're going to hell in a handbasket. Decent. Despite what's been discussed tonight, torture is neither fun nor glamorous. Please don't indulge in it. <coughs> but by all means, read about it. Because only by reading and learning about these things do we know how what mankind is definitely capable of, and not to repeat history. Yeah. Anything to add, Mike? The only one is obviously with it being the time of the year, we should probably have mentioned. We should because of, of course uh, our man Guy Fawkes was tortured. If we ignore the uh, the religious uh, connection, he did what many of us are thinking of doing at the moment. He was tortured. I do, how how was he tortured? On the rack. He was tortured on the rack. Yeah. Maybe not the worst way to be tortured, but respect. He uh, he he stuck to his guns. Had to get special permission but he from didn't. King James the First in order to didn't. torture him. Oh god! But he didn't get the job done. So some might say he deserved. And we will grow you next week, people. Be excellent to each other. Please don't torture, no matter how tempting. Unless, of course, it's wanted. <laughs> Get out. Yes. Well, S&M, who knows. We should have gone into that more. No. Oh, we should have. Look, we'll, uh, we'll grow you next week, people. Yeah. Good night.